In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and we are having a very, very happy holiday President's Day weekend. Doris, are you with us? I'm here, San Diego. How about you, Robin? Can we hear you? I hope so. Hi. Hi. Well, welcome to the show, girls. We've got an action-packed Mr. Toad's Wild Ride again today with (laughs) not only three but four guests. We have Janie Smith from Higher Patriots, and she's written a book called Hope Beyond Trauma. She's totally cool. We can't wait to hear all the things that she has to say. She's an uber-military mom with her son going through six, yes, count them, six deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan. Then we're going to pop over to Lori Bell, who is the CEO and founder of NAMIS, which is the National Association of Military Moms, blah, blah, blah. She's another cool chick that we're so glad to have on the um, show today. And then just to round out and give us some testosterone, since we have three female hosts and two guests and a partridge in a pear tree, we've got Ken <laughs> Farmer and Buck Stanky. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. The authors um, and the brainchilds behind Black Eagle Force. So we got a full show today, girls. Sounds awesome. Awesome, awesome. So now, Robin, I can barely hear you. So um, okay. I'm going to need you to speak up. That's much a little better. better. A little okay. better. Um, we have something uh, to read today for uh, Operation Gratitude. And Operation Gratitude is a big, big part of who we are over here at Military Mom Talk Radio. Uh, Carolyn Blaschek, the uh, CEO of Operation Gratitude, has graced us with her presence a few times. And uh, we want to honor uh, a person from their organization. Robin, I'm going to turn the mic over to you. Okay, I I was not planning on it right now, so let me just pull it right up. I wasn't planning on it right here. Oh, sorry. Um, That's (laughs) all right. (laughs) But here we go. I do have it all set. Well, there are many ways that uh, many of us here at home try to make a difference for our troops while they uh, serve our country. And one woman in Southern California has been dedicated to remembering the military in a very special way. Our good friends at Operation Gratitude introduced the country to Joan Mazzarelli a few years ago, who single-handedly knitted an average of 500 scarves each year for Operation Gratitude to send to the military serving in Afghanistan. 
Afghanistan. You might say she's experienced because she did the same thing for soldiers in World War II. Sadly, we learned that Joan peacefully passed away this last Saturday in the arms of her daughter, Paula Boland. Joan graced this earth for exactly 99 years and 99 days. She will be sorely missed. Joan's funeral will be uh, tomorrow at Granada Hills, but tonight eulogies will be held from 5 to 7 p.m. We hope that everyone could take a moment and remember Joan and her family through thought and prayer right around I'm 5 o'clock right today. Founder Carolyn Blaschek will be speaking on behalf of Operation Gratitude and all the military who have been blessed by Joan's kindness during the funeral service on Tuesday. Now, Joan has requested that, or Joan's family, I should say, requested that in lieu of flowers, donations be made to Operation Gratitude in Joan's memory. If you go to our website, www.militarymomtalkradio.com, you're going to find a little link that you can go directly to OpGrat. Uh, to make a donation in Joan's memory. You'll also find a, a wonderful little clip of Joan who um, had, they had done a little uh, video on her, a news blurb uh, in 2010. You've got to go to it, click through. It's a very short little news blurb, but when you hear this woman's voice and look at her eyes and look at her beautiful hands uh, making these, these wonderful scarves, you will just be so touched and moved. Um, she's an angel now with the rest of the angels up there. She's just been uh, working so hard. We hope that her spirit will continue to warm the hearts of every soldier she, she so dearly cared for um, and dedicated her life to. So we all say thank you, Joan, and God bless. Oh, you know, 99 years in 99 days, that is so awesome, and that's so Joan. <laughs> She's beautiful. The picture that's on our website, uh, the, that smile is just from heaven. She's just beautiful. And when you click on that little um, link, you're going to hear her, her, her own voice, which was so precious. So um, we're thinking of you all, and we're thinking of Joan and her family. And everyone, just uh, think a little bit about her at 5 o'clock, because there'll be that uh, vigil at, at 5 p.m. We might as well just all join in on that um, in heart. Well, and I think, you know, when you look at people making a difference, you know, Robin, sometimes I think, oh, my God, I'm 40 years old. Oh, getting so old. You go 99 years and 99 days, and she's still making a difference. I mean, that to me is just such a tribute to an outstanding person. You know, people think, oh, I'll retire at 62. I'll, you know, do this at 70. Oh, maybe I'll do this at 80. But 99, man, that rocks. She's amazing. She was amazing. And um, she will, her, her scarves will continue on <laughs> her legacy. Yeah, well, we made a lady. bunch of scarves over here, too, at the Military Mom Talk Radio. We got some uh, people together at our church, and um, I think we sent 35, you know, not a lot, but we sent 35 scarves uh, to go out in the winter packages this year. Wonderful. Good, good. That's that's just awesome. And I think we want to direct everybody to OperationGratitude.com so that they can see other ways that they can be of help. And, of course, um, uh, they're always looking for support. We uh, love them, love their efforts, and love their mission. So thank you, Carolyn, and all of your, all of your uh, work. 
Well, and for those of you that have never been to uh, a, um, for those of who who've never been to uh, an Operation Gratitude event, I have. I mean, it's an amazing thing. You've got hundreds of people acting like a human conveyor belt, stuffing boxes with everything from donated magazines to Halloween candy to little Bibles to um, packets of uh, mouthwash and toothpaste, uh, all these different cool things that go in there, motivational uh, little things that they can stick in their helmets, um, just just a bunch of cool stuff, and they're all packed by hand. And then the coolest thing is the people who are unable to stand Robin and Doris, you know, they might be elderly or they might be infirm or have some disability, sit at these tables and hand address these little white boxes from the U.S. Post Office, and they hand address each one, and a handwritten card and note goes in these boxes, and they're shipped overseas. And when you look at the sheer number of white boxes, they remind me of Arlington National Cemetery, where we see all those little, you know, the little white headstones. There's so many white boxes in this room, and each one of those white boxes represents one of our American servicemen and women. And it's really a very humbling experience, and you stand next to veterans from all different wars, uh, 16-year-olds that are, you know, showing up with their parents, people fly in from around the country to participate in the packing of these things. And all this started in Carolyn Blaschek's basement like 12 years ago or eight years ago, whenever she got the idea to do this. And they did over 100,000 packages sent out this year. So that's, that's really awesome. Wow. Yeah. So Doris, do you have some uh, news you can use? I do, I do, and um, I consider this a PSA-type announcement, you know, public service type, because we here at Military Mom Talk Radio want the best information given to our listeners. Well, I just found out about a study that lists the top 25 cities that can actually cause a person to age faster. I know, we don't want this to happen to us. I know. That's why I say it's a public service announcement. (laughs) Anyway, this study can be found at realage.com, and the study involved 28 million people and ranked the cities uh, according to such factors as diet, health insurance coverage, income, and diabetes. Now, I'm not going to give all 25. You've got to go to the site. But coming in at number 10 was Columbus, Ohio, with hot, muggy summers and cold, dry winters, this, city, this city's weather is not ideal for outdoor activity, and therefore they ranked near the bottom for lack of exercise and low vitamin D intake because people, you know, aren't going outdoors to get the vitamin D from the sun. So coming in at number seven, Nashville, Tennessee. This place may be called Music City, but it scored high in the numbers of people who smoke, and drink alcohol, therefore contributing to high rates of stress. Number five, Indianapolis, Indiana, well known for the Indy 500 car race. This city also ranked high in cigarette smokers and drinking consumption and poor exercise habits. And drum roll, please, coming in at number one as the worst city that ages people more rapidly. Unfortunately, another city in the great state of of Tennessee, Knoxville, Tennessee, came in as the city of hard knocks, 
high rates of drinking alcohol, smoking, stress, unemployment, low income, and not surprisingly, the least amount of optimism. So anyway, go check out this study. I thought it was really interesting at realage.com. And quickly, uh, everybody go check out the uh, Military Mom Talk Radio blog because later this week I will have my uh, blog about the exciting companies and educational institutes that I found at Camp Pendleton a couple of weeks ago that are hiring and educating our military people. Doris, we look forward to that, and on the other side of our commercial break, we're going to have Jenny Smith. We're looking forward to it, and we'll be back after these messages. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Parents, if you feel overloaded, overworked, underappreciated, and seriously stressed out, The Parents Plate is here to help you. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on Toginet. It's time to build stronger families through parent empowerment. And that's what The Parents Plate does. The Parents Plate understands the busyness of life and balancing child rearing and other commitments. Brenda Nixon will be talking to noted experts and authors on all issues, from teething to teen driving. Brenda Nixon is a nationally recognized speaker to parents and child care professionals and author of the award-winning The Birth to Five book. From Fox 4 in Kansas City to schools and synagogues to businesses to bookstores, conferences to churches, audiences rave that Brenda engages, educates, and encourages. For more information on Brenda and her books, check out her website, brendanixon.com. The Parents Plate is loaded with information and affirmation. The Parents Plate with Brenda Nixon. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Nevermore. People have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Doris Rivas Brecky and Robin Boyd. And uh, this is really, really a great show because we have Janie Smith of Higher Patriots. And Janie, I got to tell you, when I was reading your biography, you're pretty amazing um, in what you do. So I would like to turn the mic over to you and have you give our listeners a little bit about Janie Smith. Well, hello, Sandra. It's nice to be here, and I have to congratulate both you and Robin and Doris for putting on such an amazing uh, program and radio show for our military spouses and uh, our mothers. I really appreciate that. Um, As far as my story goes is um, my daughter was critically injured in 1989 in an automobile accident, and... um, She sustained severe brain injuries. She didn't know us for about two months. And um, we had to go into the hospital and introduce ourselves every day. So it it was pretty intense. Uh, It was a long rehabilitation process. And um, it was, it's still going on today, but she's doing very well. But what inspired me to start Hope Beyond Trauma and then join Higher Patriots was the fact that um, I found out that brain injury is the signature wound of this war uh, with Afghanistan and Iraq. So um, when you wrote Hope Beyond Trauma, was this based on, on, on both situations? Or, you know, did you just wake up one day and decide to write a book? Uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a it was a process. I was uh, going to some seminars. Um, it took me a few years to figure out what I was going to do. I'm 62 now, and I was getting into my mid 50s, and um, needed to change directions a little bit because I was getting a little frustrated where I was working. And so it took me a little bit of research, and I uh, finally found coaching on the internet and took some training. And um, in the process of getting the training for coaching, um, I decided it was would be a good idea to write the book. Um, and coaching was mainly to work with military uh, families or people dealing with brain injuries. And that's such a big, big part of our, um, you know, of the war today, you know, these traumatic brain injuries and even, you know, PTSD. I know it's not a physical brain injury. It's more of an invisible uh, wound. Um, now, how does Higher Patriots fit in? We've got a book, Hope Beyond Trauma. Um, and then how does Higher Patriots fit in? Well, Higher Patriots is all about um, getting our soldiers, our veterans, back to work, um, either earning extra income because sometimes the, the income that, that the soldier makes uh, isn't enough, or once they leave the service, they need jobs. And it, isn't, it is a progress. It, it was, it's a situation where it takes sometimes two to four years for our veterans to get back to a full-time job. And that's quite a big stint. So Hire Patriots is all about one-day jobs along with part-time and full-time jobs and then trying to transition them, helping them to transition from the military framework and frame of mind to the civilian frame of mind, which is a huge difference. Um, my husband is retired military after 22 years service, and uh, changing to, to the civilian world 
was a big, uh, big challenge for him. That is, that is. Um, now you've got some good support behind um, behind Higher Patriots that comes from a national level. Yes, uh, Mark and Tori Baird started it in San Diego uh, in 2004. Um, and that was started by uh, they. W- we're in their house, and a knock came at the door, and it was a Marine from the nearby base asking them if they needed any help. Um, this Marine had come home from, I believe, Iraq and found out that his wife was out of work, um, their car had been repossessed, and there were no u- utilities on at their house. But th- his wife didn't tell him all these um, issues were going on because he had been injured. And so she wanted to save... <laughs> you know, save him from more stress by not telling him. So he comes home to all of this, and he says, you know, I've got to get the lights turned on. I've got to get the utilities going on. And he went around to his neighbors to ask to see if they had any odd jobs around the house that he could help him help uh, them with. And one of the doors they uh, knocked on was Mark and Tori Baird. And uh, Mark and Tori Baird said, of course, you can help us out. And from that, he, they said, well, do you have any other buddies that have issues or cannot find work? And he says, yeah, I have quite a few. And uh, Mark and Tori Baird ended up sold, selling their house to start Higher Patriots. Quite an amazing wow. story. Wow. Well, that was going to be my next question. How is Higher Patriots um, funded by either grants or is it uh, for-profit? Do they sell advertising? How is it, uh, how is it organized and structured? It's a, non- <clears throat> excuse me, it's a non-profit uh, Higher pa- uh, Patriotic Hearts. is their non-profit branch of Higher Patriots, and they have sponsorships that they sell. Because none of the money that uh, they have a um, website that anybody can go on to their website and post one-day part-time or full-time jobs in your area uh, for civilians or businessmen. And it's all free. And it's also free for the soldiers or veterans of any branch to go on there and find work. And it's through sponsorship that they get their monies and grants that they're working with. Wow, that's really wonderful. Because uh, obviously this is time and effort and the domain costs, the uh, the everything costs. So it's wonderful that they've created this environment for veterans to have this wonderful resource. And um, I, I think you may have, have mentioned you knew them personally. How did you become a part of Higher Patriots? Uh, we kind of connected through LinkedIn. Oh, wonderful. And um, they read about Hope Beyond Trauma, and uh, they knew I was in the Dayton area, which is close, which is, uh, we live in Fairborn, which is the home of Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. Oh, I see. Now, how would somebody bring a program like this to their area? I know you're set in Ohio. How would that work for somewhere like, you know, Los Angeles or, you know, uh, New York or, or even Buffalo or New Hampshire? All they have to do is go on to HigherPatriots.com website or, and uh, call Mark and Tori Baird and say, hey, I would like to start a chapter uh, a site out here in our area. I mean, it's not really hard to do as far as, uh, you know, getting on board. 
so and what would be if for somebody who's thinking of starting that what would be you know your advice you say it's not that hard what is it that they would really need to do like what did you need to do well yeah getting on board is not hard it basically wanting to advertise and uh, get out into the community to present the message either um, through the newspapers any any kind of media to get that information out to the community that was going to be a question that I had too. What if uh, people are limited with their internet either access or or there are some areas that they're just are they able to um, are they able to call um, higher patriots for some kind of resources? Sure. Uh, they will provide training for you. Oh wow. And help you with uh, the setup and and how you can do that if you um, choose to be a regional leader or uh, start one in your area, they will adapt the website to highlight your business uh, with theirs and so that it, you kind of grow in a, a synergy between higher patriots and, for me, hope beyond trauma uh, mm -hmm. to launch both in, in the area. Oh, wow. That's really wonderful. Wow. And what about you? Do you? What do you have on the horizon, Jamie? Anything coming up for you? More creative out, outlets for you? Well, um, I'm working on getting Hope Beyond Trauma a uh, little bit more publicity and getting it out there along with Higher Patriots, uh, getting help to those that face trauma. All of us face trauma, uh, as all of you know. Uh, it's not unique to any one person or any you know, any uh, social segment of our society, it is necessary that it's how we deal with trauma. It's not that right. if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen and how do you deal with it. So my job is walking you through that, making, helping you understand that, you know, you're not alone in this process and that generations upon generations before us have gone through trauma and have managed to do it successfully other otherwise we wouldn't be here right Janie are you on Amazon uh, yes my my book is on Amazon uh, okay. hope beyond trauma the book and so can we get it uh, uh, digitally as well for uh, Kindles and, and ebooks or is it a hard copy it's a paperback and a Kindle Oh, wonderful. I mean, this really is the way to go these days. It seems it's just one extra little <laughs> little click, and, and you, you've got it in Kindle, so I'm so glad that it's available. Janie Smith, this has been wonderful to meet you. We want everybody to go to Amazon or go visit uh, Janie. Her uh, book, Hope Beyond Trauma, is available at Amazon, and uh, we'll have uh, – I, I do believe that we've got the link on our website if you do go to uh, Military Mom Talk Radio. Dot com you'll be able to see it in the in the article um, to be able to connect with Janie coming up we've got Lori Bell um, and we want to have everybody stay tuned beyond um, in the second half of the show we've got uh, Ken Farmer and Buck Stanky coming on to uh, introduce us to their latest book as well in a few moments we'll be back make sure you visit us on Facebook make sure you find us on Twitter and of course always uh, check our podcast on iTunes and right here on toganet.com. We'll be right back with Lori Bell.
Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. I love it. Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen know it. Join these soul sisters on toginet.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. Showcases two sides. One, to help entrepreneurs showcase their products and tell their story of their happily ever after. And two, to interview people who have realized their own fairy tale and doing something to benefit others. This show is here to help folks who have an idea and want to get it off the ground, as well as to inspire people to make the world a better place by doing something extraordinary or out of the box to help others. Both of these entrepreneurs have their own businesses and websites. With more information on their passions and successes, first for Debbie, FairytaleWishesInc.com. And for Deanna, TheNextBigZing.com. Believe in your fairy tale to make your zing come true. With the Soul Sisters, Debbie Glickman and Deanna Cohen on Toginet.com. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where all biz talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. There ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd and Doris Trebus-Brecky. And for those of you that missed the opening segment, we talked a lot about uh, some great uh, things going on on our website, militarymomtalkradio.com, where you can find some uh, job information collected by Doris Trebus-Brecky, who was down at Camp Pendleton a couple of weeks ago for a job fair. Uh, we also gave tribute to one of our friends over at Operation Gratitude, who lived a wonderful 99 years and 99 days. We also had Janie Smith on in our second segment of HirePatriots.com, which is worth looking up. I think it's very cool. And she has a book, Hope Beyond Trauma, which really affects everyone who's been through a traumatic situation. We all know that life in general is traumatic. We're all going to hit it at some point. So Hope Beyond Trauma is a good thing. I personally am thinking of creating my own trauma my five and eight year old are actually killing themselves in the other room, you guys. It's just my dad's in Las Vegas. There was not one babysitter available on today's holiday because I think everybody's booked. 
Right. And, uh, Isn't that what motherhood and military moms are all about? I mean, we all have the kids romping around in the background. That that happens. I've told you the story how I used to have to talk to uh, uh, clients in New York, and I'd be stuffed in the coat closet in between the coats <laughs> because the kids were just absolutely ballistic out in the living room, and I'd just stand in the coat closet. So. <laughs> Well, you know, my thing is like, you know what, we're on the air on my sister show, Motherhood Talk Radio. People have heard me yell at my kids, yell at my dog, uh, (laughs) all while on the air, because that's realistic. That's part of being a working mother today. Some days we juggle. Today's a national holiday. The schools are closed. I could not get a babysitter to save my life. So you may hear me yell at my kids on the air over here, and I'll be just like every single other mother in America. Right. That's right. Oh, let's um, let's meet Lori Bell, who is the founder and president of National Association of Military Moms and Spouses. I'm interested in learning more about this. Lori, are you with us? I am. I'm here. Welcome. Hey, how are you? We're great. And um, have you ever had to hide in a coat closet to talk because you had kids? screaming in the background. <laughs> oh, honey, you I was laughing because I remember being in Alaska and um, somebody interviewed me over the phone and I had no babysitter. And at the time, um, my daughter was three, I think, or two. And my, I had a baby and I just had to bribe them with a bunch of food and candy and Sesame Street and just pray they would true. just stay in one spot. <laughs> well, and thank you for saying that. I'm a... Oh, I think we lost... Did we lose it for a sec? Oh, gosh. You know, Lori, it is true. And I think we just all will just do whatever we've got to do to get through what we've got in hand, mm-hmm. and we just keep on going. Oh, gosh. Well, we, we love them to bits, and that's why we're all here. Uh, tell us what um, the organization, National Association of Military Moms and Spouses, is for. What, uh, what, what uh, is your mission? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, we started back in 2009 when my husband was deployed, and at the time I just needed a place to connect. Um, We were in command, and nobody wanted to talk to the commander's wife. So um, I figured, let me just start something online, and maybe we can all chat, and we don't have to look at each other. It'll be all honest and authentic communication. And so then I thought, well, what if I just kind of stretch it out over all the services, and and that's how it became NAMIS National Association. I figured if I named it something official, then it would um, uh, we would we would attract attention, and we <laughs> did. And so the the mission is to connect um, spouses, to be the hub of where moms and spouses can go for support, for motivation, uh, for anything they need dealing with military lifestyle challenges. Well, and to make friends. Like, that's the one thing that I love, Lori, about your organization. You know, everybody moves around and everybody's, you know, going to this duty station and PCS moving or retiring. And, you know, you can go into an organization like yours and make friends, retain friends, and stay connected to a community, even though you might be far away. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and you know, and when you realize, say, the power of Facebook, um, you, I mean, people have thousands of friends, hundreds of friends. You reconnect with people that you lose, and um, and that's what NAMIS is for moms and spouses. We are the place where we all can get get on the the same form. We speak the same language, and um, helping each other through similar challenges. Now, Lori, I got to tell you, you represent over 1.1 million military spouses 
and you served as Military Spouse Magazine 2010 Spouse of the Year. That had mm-hmm. to kind of rock. I mean, that's oh my pretty goodness. cool. <laughs> yes, it was. Wow. Um, <laughs> I love Military Spouse Magazine is one of a kind because they're the only ones of mainstream media who's recognizing the contributions of spouses, male and female, um, to our spouse community. And so to be named among such stellar performers, and this competition gets tougher every year. And as a matter of fact, um, if you go on millspouse.com, you can vote for the 2012 Spouse of the Year. Uh, so it, it was just amazing to and very humbling to be named among these people who are making a difference every day and to represent so many of us who uh, can't stand on the stage and accept an award, but still uh, they their contribution can't go unnoticed because of what we mean to our military family as a whole. So it was it was an awesome experience and still is. I love it. Well, and that's before, like, you know, I see all these tra- crazy Twitter campaigns. I get tons of emails, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me on Twitter, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all good and everything, but to me, you truly earned it because you got in there before all this social media frenzy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you bring up such a such a – just such an important point, and I'm going to just go off tangent for a minute here. You know, recently I was down on an aircraft carrier for a retirement, Navy retirement, and the husband stood up there, and, you know, his commanding officer was there, and the band played, and the food was there, and mm-hmm. all these great things. And, you know, that was really, really terrific, not to take anything away from him, but, you know, for just a brief moment, they brought the wife up, gave her a flower, thanked her for her service. She sat right down. You know, the whole thing took about 30 <laughs> seconds. You should have seen me, Lori. I was in the back row, like, apoplectic. Yes. Like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 25 years, you know, 15 moves, mm-hmm. raising the kids on her own, single mom. Yep. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, I mean, God bless her, you know, and she handled herself with grace and style, and, you know, but I wanted them to thank these grown children that had grown up in the military. I wanted them to play exactly. a song for her. You know, it's such an enormous responsibility. It requires such unbelievable strength. It is so, so heart-wrenching to be a military spouse throughout yeah. this career. And then you get a flower. You get a flower. <laughs> ah, you know, that is so true. And that's why this award means so much to the military spouse community because here we have, and you know what's really funny? Uh, let me just say this. When I started NAMIS, on the top of my list of people to meet and introduce to the organization was Babette Maxwell, who is the founder and editor-in-chief of the magazine. And lo and behold, because of this award and getting this recognition, I can now call her friend. We text each other, we call each other, and but it's she's such an inspiration because it's people like her who see a need, and that's just the nature of a spouse. I mean, you know how we do. We we show up on a base, and and some of us, you know, we've all had to walk the path of I don't really know what's going on, but you show up, <laughs> you see what's broken, and you fix it, and you move on with life, and you get it done. Um, and you're so right. So that's why I love the fact that this magazine has recognized us and named us and distinguished us. And we've become a player in mainstream media. I mean, because of this award, NAMIS have been featured on 
um, CNN and Fox News and Good Morning America and um, even NBC Nightly News um, making a difference. And that's all because of the efforts of Military Spouse Magazine and this award. So, um, wow. yes, Damn it's much. awesome. It's awesome what they're doing. Well, Lori, you just personified in my mind, you know, I write a lot about military spouses on my tweets and my sites and things like that. You said something very powerful. You said, you know what? I saw a need. I recognized it and I got it done. Yep. That right there is like the unsung hero, you know, mantra for the military wife. I saw a need. I recognized it. I got it done. Mm-hmm. No fanfare, no medals, no, right. you know, brass and all this stuff though i think we're going to start it with you know shining service worldwide we're going to give out bracelets you know (laughs) i think so we just deserve like you get bracelets you get earrings you get the necklace you get the whole thing we will be all blinged out next to our service members (laughs) because it is that is the the consummate unsung hero job don't you agree that's right. It's a- absolutely. It's a tough job, and and that's where NAM is supposed to step in to kind of um, you know be that buffer and be in a community. And here's one of the things that makes NAM different, I believe, is because um, there are lots of spouse communities, but there's none that really combine the a mom, which. Um, when I started, I didn't know that there was a segment of the population who called themselves military moms, moms of service members, until they started joining. And I was like, whoa, here's another whole group with a different kind of challenge. But they find a home on NAMIS, and they get together and encourage each other with, my son or daughter just left for boot camp. Um, I don't know what to do. When will I hear from, from them? I don't, I don't know how, how to cope. And so we all get together, and you have the spouses who ask the moms, you know, how is it missing your son or daughter? Is it different from me missing my husband? You know, is it, is it the right. same? Yeah. How do you deal with it? So you, you have two totally different groups of people dealing with very similar challenges, and I love the way that they connect right there together. On the, well, on and the, the girlfriends, there's a place for girlfriends, there's a place for kids, you know, there's right. just so much room, share recipes, share all these yeah. things oh, yeah. that we would normally do if we all lived on post together. Yes, Sam, that's I want right, to make right. sure that we get uh, Lori's website out there. It's N as in Nancy, A-M-M-A-F dot org, and you've got to go to the website. Prosper Where You're Planted is her byline, and I've got to say the slogan here, the NAMIS community is like a great support bra. When life gets tough, we help hold you up and together. Is that amazing <laughs> or what? Lori Bell, yes. <laughs> thank you so much. I wish everyone to go to namas.org and be sure to sign in and become a member and join that wonderful community. On the other side of the tunes, we have got some high-charge stories to tell you about with Black Eagle Force. If you're interested in high-tech seeker special ops, this is the segment for you. We'll be back in a moment with Buck and Ken. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Want to be challenged in a powerful way to leap beyond what you think is possible? Then join us Mondays for the Leah Jansen Show. Every Monday at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Toginet.com with Leah Jansen. Listen live as life coach Leah uses her coaching skills to give you the tools you need to take action and create momentum. 
you are encouraged to call in and share your greatest fears, challenges, and obstacles. And then listen as Leah obliterates those barriers to success. For more on Leah and the show, check out her website, leahjansen.com. That's Leah, L-E-A-H, J-A-N-T-Z-E-N.com. Spend one hour with Leah, and you'll be captivated by her energy, enthusiasm, and magnetism. You'll quickly become addicted to her positive attitude and make-it-happen mentality. Ready for a life-changing, mood-altering show? Then get ready for Leah Jansen. And listen live to The Leah Jansen Show every Monday morning at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on toginet.com. The trick to getting published with your host, Florence Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 Central on toginet.com. Flo has seen it, done it, and now can share from her experiences as a newspaper staff reporter, feature writer, freelance editor, and college writing instructor. And now Flo has authored a system whereby her students enjoy a 90% success rate in attaining publication of their manuscripts for the first time. In just four years, she has over 800 of her own articles published in national magazines, newspapers, and anthologies. Author of several books, including the powerful memoir, The Sicilian Nobleman's Daughter, Florence has advised and edited professors, deans, PhDs, and hundreds of students' writings before submission. And now it's your turn. Join us Friday nights with your questions. Most of Flo's students say they've learned much and thoroughly enjoyed the journey. It's The Trick to Getting Published with your host, Flo Blake. Friday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help the sound, put your name at the top of his list. And the Statue of Liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mountain Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've had a very full show. We started at the top of the hour with uh, some information from Operation Gratitude, so check them out at opgrat, uh, operationgratitude.com. There's lots of ways you can help beyond uh, just sending donations, which are always appreciated. One of the things I would like to uh, remind you guys that it's a great, great way to reuse your kids' homework. You know, our kids come home today with all these you know, handcrafted drawings and paintings and, you know, just so much cool stuff. If you have or you want to sit down and write a quick note on some of this beautiful artwork and mail it to Operation Gratitude, you can email them at opgrat at gmail.com. You can check them out at Operation Gratitude. Take it, pop it in one of those big manila envelopes, send off a bunch of your child's artwork with a handwritten note, happy holidays, you know, thinking of you, whatever it may be. Instead of throwing that artwork in the trash, you can turn around and turn it into some handmade art that will be included in these Operation Gratitude boxes. I send my kids stuff over there. A lot of my friends do. It's a great way to reduce, reuse, and recycle, and it really, really um, 
makes the soldiers and uh, airmen and Marines happy to get something drawn by a little kid. Uh, it's just so much fun. So then we had Janie Smith from Higher Patriots. She's also the author of Hope Beyond Trauma. Then we welcomed Lori Bell, who is from NAMIS, the National Association of Military Moms and Spouses. You guys should check her out. She's a lot of fun. And now we're going to welcome the authors of Black Eagle Force, Ken Farmer and Buck, I hope I pronounced this right, Stanky. How do we pronounce that name, Buck? Stanky, like a beer stein with a key. So wow, well, you got my number right there, a beer stein with a key. We're going to be good friends. <laughs> you can turn it out. He doesn't care what you call him as long as you call him to eat. Ah, I got it. Got it. Well, you guys, you guys wrote a book called Black Eagle Force. What's it about? Well, uh, we had, um, uh, I'm older than dirt, okay? And so back when, when I was a kiddo, I um, was a big fan of the Black Hawk comic books, which was a group of um, military guys at the end of World War II who were going after all the Nazis and, and so on. And we had got to, had just finished a uh, a conversion or an adaptation of a friend of ours who's also a, um, a retired major in Marine Corps. He'd written a novel called uh, Verdict in Search of a Crime, and he wanted us to do a screenplay of this uh, novel, which was 790 pages, I think. So we did. And after we finished... Uh, with a 120-page uh, screenplay, uh, we looked at each other and said, we can write a novel. And I said, hey, all right, let's, let's do about uh, some secret uh, ops guys who have to defend America's shores um, when the military cannot be involved, which was a result of the uh, Posse Comitatus Act of 1876. Um, and in our novel, we had President Reagan to enact this Black Eagle Force, uh, which would be under contract to the Department of Defense to defend America's shores uh, because of the Posse Comitatus Act, which prohibits the military from enforcing civil law. That's so... Oh, go ahead, ask, Robin. Uh, what I was going to ask was this: was this completely fiction, or was this um, derived from some of your experiences? Because I know you and uh, Buck both were in. Were you both in the? No, you were a Marine. Buck was in the Air Force. That's that's got to be a great team right there, huh? <laughs> well, it, it is. We we, we kid each other uh, back and forth about it because, but I spent. Uh, you know, four years at the Air Force Academy. I was a year of ROTC before that, and um, nine years active duty before. So, the um, um, you know, we had, had quite a bit of uh, of experience in the, in the Air Force, and and I've continued flying for another twenty five years after that. So, the aviation side of the the um, of the books you know, kind of was a natural for me. And well, it was no, strange. Gonna, can, I was going to say can, that uh, uh, Buck and I started been writing uh, screenplays and teleplays for oh about the last five years. I've been a professional actor for forty years, and um, uh, Buck wanted to. We did a movie um, that I wrote and directed, 
and then we start and started writing together and found that we were very uh, sympathetical, if that's a good word, and were able to write off of one another. And me being an old jarhead and uh, and Buck being a as we call him Air Force puke, uh, we could <laughs> we worked, worked pretty well together. <laughs> well, now, how did you guys write strong female characters? Because, you know, you've got a jarhead, and, you know, you've got our flyboy over there. Um, you know, and I'm, i i got to tell you, I'm a Marine Corps girl, so uh, you Bless know who heart. I'm going to vote for. But how do you guys write strong female characters being dyed-in-the-wool guys? Well, the uh, uh, I've had the opportunity to fly with a lot of um, Air Force female pilots who have had um, – has flown with me at Delta, so I got to, to know them and, and understand some of their uh, uh, their strengths and differences and, and all that. So it was not that difficult to create a character because that's and I'm also an actor and that's what we do is actually we create characters and then portray what the character is doing in a in a uh, this particular scene or in a movie whatnot because it's not us it's somebody else. So we were able to to take the um, strong political and strong moral and strong um, you know, military gals and develop characters for them. Uh, and they also have, have weaknesses, just like our, our heroes have weaknesses in, in the book. Our, um, our bad guys are bad guys, our good guys are good guys, but and nobody is perfect. So um, Now, we, going on that nobody is perfect thing, you guys wrote this together, which to me, collaborative efforts are always amazing when they actually get done and get done well. What's the secret? I mean, you got Flyboy and Darhead working together. You guys have various personalities. Uh, you both have specific, you know, kind of uh, point of views. How did you guys get it together? Well, it's really, it was kind of, it, it was sort of a natural um, in that because of my background, uh, both in the core and as a professional actor, um, I kind of gravitated toward the drama and the dialogue part. Buck being uh, a, a jet fighter pilot and uh, flew for Delta for 25 years and also owns a very complete uh, gun shop in Gainesville, Texas. Uh, so he handled all of the aviation and all of the firearms and, and uh, uh, combat stuff. And so we just didn't, I don't know, we just... Sometimes we'll even complete each other's sentences. I, I love it. Wow, and that's, 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 that's a, a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, we'll, we'll we, we often can supply a we'll, plug. That's cool. Yeah, we'll actually assign uh, tasks to each other. Said, okay, what you know, you go and write this stuff that's taking place in the, uh, uh, in, the in the White House conference room. We're down in the. Um, the situation room, and and I'll I'll go write the uh, the air battle that's taking place off the east coast, and then uh, I'll 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 do the stuff in Damascus, and I'll do the stuff that's over in Iraq with the, where the nuclear weapons are being transferred from a little town near to Crete, you know, to uh, to Damascus, and that. so I like to do the the research for those parts of the story, which are um, in my bailiwick, and I'll. I'll find out what I need to know and you know, about the highways and the roads and the maps and, and and actually kind of drive along with these with the bad guys as they pick up the nuclear weapons and so those are the things that we we do and we we uh, you have to to allow yourself not to uh, not not to be too uh, in love with your own work so that we will edit each other's work. 
So it's, you, mm. you, know, you, you can't be too uh, uh, thin-skinned about it because sometimes, you know, that's, that doesn't work too well. That, that's kind of No, I actually would just say, that sucks, but <laughs> yeah, let's lose that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's really strange. We've only I mean, got, gentlemen, I'm so sorry. We've only got a couple of minutes left. And before we go uh, get uh, to the end, I want to make sure that everyone visits you. Uh, www.blackeagleforce.com. Can we find you on Amazon? Is that where, where the best place? Or should we uh, buy your book through the Either place, the, uh, Amazon, website? State Public Publishing, or... Um, mm-hmm. Uh, or our, our own website. Um, yeah. Our um, okay. our ebook will be up on Amazon. They said in about two weeks, uh, but our print book is already up. It was released February the fourteenth, Valentine's wow. Day, for you. Congratulations! And uh, it's also on our um, uh, our own website. And now mm-hmm. there is an ebook available on TatePublishing.com. Okay. Wonderful. Is this the first of, of, of a series, by chance? You got yes, ma'am. Uh, we have already completed the first three. Oh, uh, the first one is Eye of the Storm. The second one is uh, Black Eagle Force Sacred Mountain. And the third is Return of the Starfighter. Uh, as our trilogy, we will continue, if you want to say, along the lines of Dale Brown's Dreamland. We may do eight or nine of these, but uh, we've also just completed our first uh, Western, uh, historical fiction Western. That's so exciting. Cool. We want to let everybody go to TatePublishing.com uh, or visit BlackEagleForce.com. It's been a delight to meet both of you, Ken and Buck. Uh, we wish you well and stay in touch. We want to hear from you more, uh, especially when your trilogy is complete. Uh, we want to thank everyone that's been here today, Lori Bell and Janie Smith. Please, if you missed any part of it, uh, be sure to tune into our podcasts uh, either at www.militarymomtalkradio.com. You can find us on iTunes and right here on the Toganet Network. Next week, we want to make sure you tune in. We have Linda Franklin from Shining Service Worldwide coming. We have another visit from Michael Russer from Life 3.0. Um, and we also have Randy Nixter. He's an author, and his uh, book, Letters from Long Ben, will be uh, our interest, uh, our novel of the week, I guess you could say. We uh, thank everyone for being here. We hope everyone has a wonderful week. We look forward to seeing everyone back next week on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.